So this is an overview of the Australian Media Bargaining Code. And if you've been on the internet and you're in Australia, you've probably seen adverts from Google and Facebook promoting the fact that this is going to change the way the internet works for you. And they're very much against it. Well, it says Australian news publishers will be able to bargain with Google and Facebook for fair payment for news if the mandatory code is released today. Uh, This is July 31. Uh, The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, or ACCC's draft mandatory code, will require the tech giants to take part in negotiations on fair payment for content with the negotiations to be concluded within three months or else enter arbitration with the ACCC. The draft codes aimed at addressing acute bargaining power imbalances between Australian news businesses and Google and Facebook, including through a binding final offer arbitration process. The code lays out guidelines for publishers to be warned and consulted if the tech platforms plan to make changes to their algorithms likely to materially affect. So basically they're asking for the media pie to be split more evenly with the Australian news companies, which is a world first. Um, I think they've been looking at it for 18 months. And that draft legislation from July 31st to August 28th is now going before Parliament. And after that, if it's ratified, then the media parties and Google and Facebook have to enter into a, a bargaining period. And if they don't arrive at some sort of adjudication, they will be sent to the ACCC who will do it for them. And then they might be subject to fines ranging between, I think, 10, uh, 10 grand to millions. Who asked for it? This is always a very interesting pre- a question that no one seems to answer whenever anything like this comes up. Well, the government asked for it. Now, the government of the Liberal Party so they've asked the ACCC to do this. So really, it's not the government sitting there doing it on the behest of the public, is it? No one in the general public of Australia has asked for this. So who asked for it? Well, it seems we are uniquely dominated by two media entities, the Murdoch Press, and who are News Corp, and Channel 9, who also are Halifax Media, Fairfax, sorry, Fairfax Media, who are the Sydney Morning Herald, The Age, and so on, as well as all of the Channel 9 subsidiaries. And their chairman is Peter Costello, the ex-Deputy Liberal Party leader. Now, they have inordinate power in this country. It seems like we've got a holy trinity of Channel 9, the Murdoch Press, and the Liberal Party, who are all sort of... The Liberal Party do the bidding of the other two. And we've seen numerous examples of the Liberal Party bending over backwards for the Murdoch press. Uh, We saw Channel 9 getting the news themselves for hosting Liberal Party fundraisers on Channel 9 property when they bought Fairfax Media, supposedly the left-wing Sydney Morning Herald. Um, So those things are kind of intertwined in a very insidious way. Um, Who benefits? Um... It's very arcane and convoluted, the exact regulations, but it would appear to be large media entities. And I think this is the most telling element of the whole thing. The ABC and SBS are not included. Um, That's very telling for me. Um, And also any media entity that doesn't have a turnover of 150 grand a year 
that's also sidelining not only public broadcasting, but and I think it's interesting that they're sidelining SBS, who they forced to take adverts, but saying that they still don't count. They want to treat them as public broadcasters here and private broadcasters when it comes to taking adverts. So if your media entity is independent news media, where you like me, I don't I don't generate any revenue. But if you're an actual company, sort of, you know, like Juice Media, for instance, they probably don't have a turnover of 150K. They provide media content, current affairs, satire. But all of those entities aren't included. It's really just Murdoch Press and Channel 9 who own virtually everything big, and they are the people that are benefiting. Um why don't Google and that like it? Well, this is um, these are the main three questions that come up. Why is Google against the law? Uh, they say it's unworkable because there's an obligation to share details about their algorithm changes that will provide an unfair advantage to news businesses and help them feature more prominently in an organic search result at the expense of other businesses. Now, this is the most unworkable part. They want a 28-day window where Google and Facebook tell them of changes to their algorithms. Now, this is giving Australian businesses a 28-day head start on something that they probably change very, very quickly. It's completely ridiculous that they would have included that. I mean, it's just impossible that they get a heads up 28 days before the rest of the world. Um, that's really strange. Uh, number two, they've got an obligation to tell news media businesses what user data Google collects, what data it supplies to them, and how they can gain access to the data, which Google doesn't currently do at the moment. This is also for Facebook. This is Google's answer, but every one of these applies pretty much to Facebook. Um, so they, I mean, it's bad for one thing that Google and Facebook take so much of our information already, yes, uh, and that's never going to be an argument for giving it to the Murdoch Press and Nine as well. But that will be used as a justification that, well, you give it to these people already, so I don't want to give it to someone else on top of that. Um, so that's very... They're saying that they won't give you your personal name and address and likes and so on, just what methodology they use... To collect data what kinds of data they collect not specifically the data but how those things will pan out i don't really know obviously google and facebook have their nose in the game here because they probably don't want it drawn attention drawn to the fact of what information they're taking about you anyway they've made it front and center that we have freedom to opt out of all these things have you opted out of anything ever none of us have Apart from really, really basic stuff, none of us ever opt out of anything at all. So they probably don't want it brought to the attention of everyone. They might also be worried that if someone like me, a lefty, tree-hugging, socialist hippie, uh, finds out that the Murdoch Press is getting that personal information out of sheer spite, I might finally actually look at all of the stuff that Facebook and Google are stealing from me and, and switch it off. So that's, that's a very interesting. Uh, number three, an unfair arbitration process that ignores real-world value. They're saying they only get about 10 million value from something like the advertising revenue that goes through Australian news media sources. And Australian news media sources is putting the figure close to 10 billion or something like that. So that's going to be interesting as well. 
there's a big scare campaign about it. Um, and obviously, there are enormous reasons for both sides to do this, uh, to, to whip up scare campaigns. For me, uh, this is why I'm worried about it. Um, any attempt to put boundaries who own the internet. Years ago, they used to, there was a white paper that was famously doing the rounds in America where the large cable TV companies wanted a very different internet to the free and open Tim Berners-Lee model of the internet where if I post something online, is just as findable as if the Murdoch Press posts something online. They wanted to break up the internet into channels like cable TV where you pay for... Say, if it's Channel 9, it's free, and then you pay for SBS, you pay for the ABC. That kind of thing, where limited content, where the person isn't able to pay to have their channel because they're not a multi-million dollar enterprise, they then fall down to lower categories, the add-on packages in cable TV. You know, you've got this side channel that you can add and pay extra for but then there are the basic channels that everyone gets. They wanted to break up the internet like that so that their content was front and center. And it sidelines and marginalizes more independent content from both sides. One, they can't afford to have their media content hosted to the same level. And two, they will then ask the customer to pay extra to access it. And that's never, ever gained traction. The internet has in a way been like the British National Health Service or public health care here. No matter how much the right wing attack it, the public always fight back. And I'm really worried that this is some way of putting our own large media behemoths ahead of the queue. One example I'd use is if you're a small state like Rhode Island, is it better that you're part of the United States of America because you've got a big monster controlling everybody? Would it be worse if you had a local regional monster, say a state, that controlled your affairs? I think so. Yes, we know that Google and Facebook are doing evil in the world with regards to the way that they promote the news. But would it be better to have a local monster? I don't think so. There is at least some kind of level playing field at the moment. I think one of the most telling elements of this is that they are deliberately sidelining the ABC and SBS because they are killing commercial media. Um, they are wiping the floor with them as far as content goes, especially local independent content. And they hate it. They absolutely hate it. They want to kill the ABC. They want to kill SBS more than anything else. And the fact this is the really interesting part. Not only are they not benefiting from this new media bargaining situation, but they are reserving the right to make it part of the legislation that Australian media entities, commercial ones, can sue Google and Facebook for giving preferential treatment to SBS or ABC or public broadcasting in Australia. Now, why have they already got that provision in place as part of the initial implementation if this isn't <laughs> going to be used to attack? So basically, your Google search result will show the Murdoch Press, anything connected with Channel 9, and people like the ABC and SBS will be sidelined is the way that I'm reading it if they're saying, well, you're giving preferential search treatment. doesn't matter if the public want more ABC and SBS, they'll say that that's preferential treatment. Why would you need to include that in the initial draft? 
I mean, I simply don't trust the Murdoch press or the Liberal Party based on empirical evidence and their goals and the way that they've behaved throughout history. Um, if they think something's a good idea, I don't. So it's, it's, why is it only happening in Australia? Is it because other countries have a more diverse media landscape than we do, where we have virtually nothing that isn't owned? No, I don't think any broadsheet in Australia isn't owned by the Murdoch Press or Nine. That's everybody from the mainstream. And they seem to have a very insidious relationship with the Liberal Party, which isn't benefiting us in this country at all. So the very fact that they're asking for it in the first place makes me not want it. Um, how it's going to pan out, I don't know. But anyway, that's my overview of that. Uh, a couple of movie reviews to come, and I'll see what my camera's doing. What's this? Oh, from the feature album by The Bug, it might contain swearing, too much pain featuring Ricky Ranking. Oh, no, 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 no.